This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. We're talking about does being filled with the Holy Spirit make a difference today? And we said yes. Yes, it does. We do. Then we're going to talk about uh, all of the nuances of that because I find that when we're talking about the Holy Spirit, people are inspired to want more of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. When you're dissing or ignoring the Holy Spirit, people... Um, Forget about the Holy Spirit. It's like it's like forgetting about your marriage. And mm-hmm. you agree there's consequences when you forget about your marriage? There's big consequences. What about forgetting about your kids? Is is that is that yeah, bad? That's not good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so, so we don't want to forget about the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. But today we want to talk about what can you expect from being filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. This is going to be controversial, and I don't know how <laughs> to not make it controversial. So it is going to be controversial. Yeah. And the reason... This is going to be controversial is that um, the Holy Spirit and the way he was poured out was highly offensive (laughs) to fallen human nature. So we're going to get into how he was offensive to fallen human nature. Um, And it produces extremes. Mm -hmm. There's no middle ground here. Either you're in and... uh, and certain things are happening, mm. or you are a critic of, yeah. but there's nobody just riding the fence. Yeah. It, it's a, it's, it, it produces extremes. Yeah. And sometimes the Holy Spirit will do that. Because um, the reason being is that human nature, it will either humble itself or it will fight. Yeah. You know? So uh, the Lord, James said it this way. He said, um, God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. What that means, and we're in football season, it means he stiff arms the proud. <laughs> He actually stick his, sticks his arm out yeah. and stiff arms you, knocks you off the sidelines and keeps running. Did yeah. you see that play a few weeks ago? It was Najee Harris with the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, you were telling me about this, though. He just grabs that guy's shoulder pad and tosses him to the side. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit sometimes grabs people's shoulder pads and throws yeah. them to the side. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So um, so it is. And then sometimes people just tackle the Holy Spirit and pin him down. Yeah. And, you know. We don't recommend that. Don't do that. Okay, so we're going to use the Acts chapter 2 passage. Um, This is how the Holy Spirit was poured out, and we can gain from it clues for um, what things we might experience when the Holy Spirit is poured out into our life because we've been asking and keep asking, seeking and keep seeking and knocking and keep knocking. It says, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. There is the first thing. You can expect that the Holy Spirit is going to be like a wind. Jesus said he would be. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. So the wind filled the house where they were sitting and divided languages as a fire, I'm substituting the word languages for tongues because people are so offended by the word tongues. <laughs> so divided languages as a fire. So the second thing you can expect the Holy Spirit to do is get into your language. Mm. 
And then the third thing is he comes as fire. Jesus mm-hmm. said he would do all three. So all of these are these are three prophecies that Jesus gave about the Holy Spirit. He said he's going to be like the wind, John 3. He's, he's going to be in languages. I think that's John 12 where he talks about it's coming. what comes out of you is what is the fruit of your language. Mm-hmm. And then the fire. Um, and, and the fire means something in Scripture um, that we'll get into. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other languages as the Spirit gave them utterance. Yep. All right? So this becomes the controversial. But the reason it's controversial is it offends our fallen human nature. Yeah. All right. So if you just start with, Lord, my fallen human nature is offended by you. <laughs> so I'm going to ask and keep asking, and I give you permission to offend my fallen human nature. I give yeah. you permission to offend my pride, yeah. to offend my mind, yeah. to offend my dig- dignity. Mm-hmm. Um, to, 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 I've just come to believe personally that at least every time I want to experience more of the Holy Spirit, it's going to cost me dignity. So I've just, after a while, I got to where, you know what? Better off just get undignified <laughs> so, yeah. so you don't have to fight with that anymore. Oh, and, yeah. and then you know that I still fight with it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yep. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a, uh, I'll tell personal experience. So, so you were preaching, and I forget when this podcast will play, but um, I think it'll play a little late but because mm-hmm. so we're pre-recording. This would have been uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, okay, according to the recording. Mm-hmm. When you're preaching the altar call, I was needing to nail down mm-hmm. in my life something that the Holy Spirit was saying to me uh, in the altar call. Mm-hmm. Pers- it was a personal issue. The Holy Spirit saying, we're tr- I'm trying to seal this deal with you mm-hmm. on on this way I'm leading you right mm-hmm. now. And But I'm fighting with, I'm the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> so what movement are you going to do yeah. To signify, I'm sealing the deal with the Holy Spirit that something He's saying to me and doing me with me right now. Yeah. See, and and so action point, and you gave the action points you could do: come down, kneel at front, kneel right where you're at, where, mm-hmm. whatever that. For me, I, I, I'll get down and kneel right where I'm at. I'm yeah. going to seal the deal with the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. I still fight with it. It's really, you yeah. know, fallen human nature resists the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. You know, I'm a worship leader. And it's really hard when I go other places. Are you going to worship like you do at home and like you lead people? Mm. Or are you just going to stand there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's still a battle. Yeah. 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 So, so if you're like me, just begin with my fallen human nature fights with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So I need to prepare myself to stop that. To, to just I'm, I'm going to assume I'm wrong. <laughs> I need to assume I'm... That if I haven't been intentional today, I'm wrong. That I'm I'm getting it. I'm getting this thing wrong because falling human nature does fight with the Holy Spirit. Okay, yeah. now let's look at what we fight with. Yeah. All right, the wind. Mm. Now Jesus described the wind in John three, yeah. and what he said is, everyone who is born of the Spirit is like the wind. Mm. Okay, so in what ways? Now, a lot of times we've said the Holy Spirit is like the wind, but that's not what Jesus actually said. He said that when you get born again, you'll become like the wind. Yeah. You yourself. That's because you get bonded with the Spirit. You get bonded. You and the Spirit become one, so you start acting like Him. Mm-hmm. And He's like the wind. Mm-hmm. So in what ways does a born-again person start becoming like the wind? Hopefully not flightiness. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no. unpredictability is a component. It is. And you feel led to go in certain directions, but you don't necessarily see the cause or the source mm. or sometimes even Ooh, say that again, where you're going. Say it again. That's yeah. so important. You don't know the cause or the source, but you feel mm-hmm. pressed or inspired, prompted, prompted yeah. that you need to go in this direction, yeah. even though you can't reason it all out. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you just, the spirit's just leading you, but you can't, you can't put together a master plan. Yeah. You if wish o- you could. If only. If only. <laughs> but that would put you in control, yeah. not the Holy Spirit. That's right. Right? Yeah. So that would be a key component of when you're bonded to the Spirit, He's like the wind, and it shifts. Have you noticed that you're in the wind and it shifts? Sometimes it's blowing all day in one direction. Yeah. But then sometimes it, it shifts. It moves. It swirls around. It swirls around. Yeah. It, 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 the weather patterns shift, right? Yeah. So um, so you're, you're moving... In a relationship with this person of the Holy Spirit, and today's direction may not be tomorrow's direction. True. It makes me think of a sailboat. I have seen seen examples and heard of examples. When you're trying to go somewhere, you can either harness the wind, because that's the direction that it's trying to take you, Mm -hmm. or that you're trying to go, or you can very painfully still go in the direction that the wind is blowing uh, and try and resist it. Right. And it usually doesn't work out very well when you try and resist Mm -hmm. it. Right. Um, And so that's, it's the same in our lives. Just go with the wind. Just go with the wind. Just go with the wind. Because otherwise, you're probably still headed in the right direction. It's still going to push you in the right direction, but it could be a very painful experience. If I was to bring any correction to Bible Belt Christianity, it mm-hmm. would be this, is that the Bible Belt Christianity has got so much to offer the world. I mean, we have discovered in Bible Belt Christianity here in Missouri, the strengths of Christ, the wealth of Christ, the yeah. riches of Christ, the character of Christ, the morals of Christ, and it has made, it's been amazing. But the weakness of Bible Belt Christianity that needs to be corrected is that um, we become rigid in tradition. Mm. And therefore, when the Holy Spirit changes direction, the wind shifts, we want was what was yesterday mm. rather than what's today. Mm. And at that point, you're fighting with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's a weakness of Bible Belt Christianity. Yeah. If Bible Belt Christianity could get that one right, oh my gosh, would we be an amazing force in the world for Jesus. Oh, yeah. So the Holy Spirit is like a wind, okay? He's a mighty rushing wind. He filled the entire house where they were sitting. So before we go any further, just ask yourself, am I resisting the current wind of the Holy Spirit today? If, if you're not experiencing joy and you're experiencing fear and anxiety, you probably are. Right. You'll know if, mm-hmm. if you're experiencing joy and you're experiencing peace and you're experiencing fulfillment and purpose, you're probably going with the wind. Right. Those are usually telltale signs. OK. Then the second thing is divided languages. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the Holy Spirit, one of the things that he's going to do is he's going to um, produce languages in people. Mm-hmm. All right. The most fundamental that has been applied in Pentecostal charismatic Christianity is the gift of tongues. Mm-hmm. Very valid for today. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say, like the Apostle Paul, I speak in tongues more than you all, and I wish that everyone spoke in as much tongues as I did. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so so I'm for that, mm-hmm. but I don't press it on people because 
I have found in Bible Belt Christianity in a Pentecostal area, I've hit too many people that spoke in tongues or do speak in tongues, but they have nothing to do with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> They're not filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, uh, and this is weird. I'm yeah. like, this is extremely weird. Yeah. So it's become a little bit less productive to, yeah. to do that because you've just had encountered too many people that's, let's say it this way, they replace the Holy Spirit mm. with their gift of tongues. Mm. Not good. Not good. Now you can do it with the gift of, you can replace the Holy Spirit with your gift of prophecy. You can replace the Holy Spirit with your gift of anything. It's true. Don't do it. Yeah. You want the Spirit and He'll give you the gifts, right? Yeah. So, um, so what are the what are the languages? There's a there's a broad way to do this, but honestly, the biggest language that you will see is that when you're full of the Holy Spirit, you're bold with your language yeah. for Jesus. Absolutely, that's the more staple thing. Yeah, is that fullness of the Holy Spirit yeah. equals boldness yeah. in Jesus' language. Yeah. You, if you're more full of the Holy Spirit today, you are more bold to drop the J-bomb on somebody. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. If you're more full of the Holy Spirit, you are more bold to stand up to somebody and say, you know, that's not Jesus. Yeah. This is Jesus. Yeah. You need Jesus. Hey, can I pray for you? Because you need more of Jesus. Absolutely. That's the first fruit of being more mm-hmm. full of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Now, it can go out from there. It's called divided tongues. Why, what are some other divided languages that we see come out from Absolutely. this? Absolutely. Well, I think um, an easy way to define is whether you have the fruit of the Spirit or not mm-hmm. yep. in your language. So if you're speaking and it is not love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, yep. it's, pretty, it's a pretty good measuring stick of am I, am I letting the Holy Spirit affect my language? Yeah. Um, and so that to me, that's always what I go to. Um, and my, my main thing always comes back to Jared. That was not very kind. Mm, mm-hmm. Wasn't very kind. Okay. You, you might have some of these others, but that was not very kind. So he's producing the divided language of kindness Absolutely. in your words, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, the Holy spirit is going to divide himself out. We discussed in our small group. One of the reasons he does that is that the Holy spirit has so many attributes that if he gave everything to one person, that person would blow up. So what he does instead is he divides himself out amongst yeah. people. And when those people come together yeah. and cooperate with one another, they have the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Scripture talks about if we were all the head, we wouldn't get anything done. Right. Yes. Yes. And I always like to joke, somebody has to be the armpit mm-hmm. of the body of Christ. Yeah. So. <laughs> so the Holy Spirit is functioning when yeah. we're cooperating with each other, right? Absolutely. That's why the Holy Spirit is grieved when we're fighting with one another in Absolutely. the body of Christ, right? Yeah. So it's divided tongues amongst people, manifesting, he's manifesting in different ways. Yeah. Um, one person giving a prophecy, another person giving a word of knowledge, another person yeah. discerning a spirit, another person speaking kindness, another person preaching, another person. See, everybody's yeah. everybody's doing something. Absolutely inspired by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, wouldn't it just be wonderful if everybody just went with the wind <laughs> of the Spirit and fulfilled their part? Yeah. That would be. That'd be amazing. It would be amazing. It's a, it's a pastoral's uh, pastoral dream. That's right. And then the last thing is he comes as fire. Now, the only consistent scriptural interpretation of fire is judgment. <laughs> it's the only one. 
Yeah. It's judgment. Yeah. Um, so when the Holy Spirit comes, he comes as fire. Mm. Now, when I say judgment, people, it goes to all kinds of negative associations. The Holy Spirit is going to make you feel so bad about yourself. Yeah, that's, that. and that's not what we're saying. <laughs> but let me give a more positive application. What if yeah. you ask and keep asking, and you seek and you keep seeking, you knock and keep knocking, and the Holy Spirit comes on you in a more full mm. way, and the first manifestation is that he comes as fire, Mm. and burns up a sin in your life mm. and oh, yeah. judges that sin. Let's go. He judges that sin and burns it out of you. How cool would that be? Be pretty cool. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It is pretty cool. It is cool. See yeah. what I'm saying? When when you finally beat that sin, Absolutely. You, you've been addicted to pornography and the fullness of the Holy mm. Spirit comes and it yes. is fire on pornography. Absolutely. Boom. Out of here. You're free. That's awesome. I mean... That's oh, yeah. the fullness of the Holy Spirit right oh, there, yeah. right? What if, what if um, you know, you, you've got a problem of, I don't know, what's another common, just to just throw some common stuff out there that, uh, you know, normal common sense Absolutely. people would like to. Man, unforgiveness. Oh, okay. What if you're just struggling with bitterness and unforgiveness mm. and the Holy Spirit comes as fire mm. and just burns that up and all of a sudden. Man. You have released forgiveness. There's nothing like resentment getting burned up. Oh, man. <laughs> so he comes as fire. Now, when people resist him, then the fire turns into judgment on those people. Mm. Bummer. Mm. We don't want that. The main kind of fire we like is when the Holy Spirit comes in and he comes in and fires my sin. Yeah. And, you know, let, let the pun stand, right? It's like getting fire. He, he fires my sin. You know what I'm saying? Some people just need to fire their sin. Um, but it's going to come as judgment upon my sin and burn it up, and it's gone. It's been burned up. That's why some people, you will hear the testimony, of, and, and don't hold out for this because there are, sometimes it's you've got to cooperate, but there are some cases where you lay hands on someone and the Holy Spirit comes in fire, and they literally start, their temperature rises, they start in crazy sweats, <laughs> and it feels like fire mm -hmm. to them. And sometimes they go on the ground, and they start writhing, and people think they're demonically possessed, and no, it's the Holy Spirit. Mm. And, and, it, and it's painful, and they're saying, oh, God, you're going to kill me. And, and, you know, and then you get some jokester that prayed for them and said, more, Lord, more. <laughs> and, 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 and the reason this is happening is he is burning up long-term sin yeah. in their lives. Yeah. And it hurts mm. until it's gone because yeah. they were attached to that sin. They yeah. were, they were mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I'm not saying... That fire can't mean other things in Scripture. I'm saying the only consistent interpretation yeah. of fire is judgment. Yeah. Now, how we apply that, if yeah. we apply it... Now, it can also be fire on demons. It's true. You know, how cool is it when the Holy Spirit burns up a demon that was inhabiting a person, yeah. right? Absolutely. So just think about these. He comes as wind, he comes as languages, and he comes as fire. And let's, let's commit ourselves to say, Lord, help me not to resist the wind. Mm. Lord, help me not resist tongues, languages. Lord, help me not resist the fire. And we'll experience more of the Holy Spirit that way. Thank you for joining us today. 
At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.